All right, everybody, what's up? It's Josh Holland, of course. And today I am again without Grace, our lovely co host, but I do have a guest that I'm excited to have on the show. And uh, you'll have to pardon the uh, the background noise because we are at the facility that uh, this this mystery guest uh, owns and, and, and co-founds. But um, his name is Ben Feinson, and he is the co-founder of CryoFuel here in Tribeca. And uh, some some call it Hudson Yard. Was it Hudson, Hudson Square? Hudson Square. Hudson Square. Oh, we're not going to say Hudson Square. We're going to say we're going to try Tribeca. Yeah. Um, and also, you might hear in the background every once in a while. You might hear the lovely Ali Holcomb. <laughs> um, if you are an avid listener to this show, you may have heard her podcast um, a bit of go a bit ago. But she is the reason why she works with me, and she's the reason why Ben and I reconnected. So. Um, I'll let all the listeners hear your voice. Why don't you say hi to the listeners, Ben? Yeah, thanks for having me, Joss. Uh, just want to say hi to everyone. Please excuse my accent. Some people do <laughs> have trouble understanding me. I am English, not Australian as well, if any of you are wondering that. <laughs> I love it. Because I get that. I get Australian a lot. I'm not sure why, but you know, maybe there's some sort of twang. I think these are the, the non-travelers of the world. Um, but you saw it. As we say. Um, yeah, so, so thanks for being on the show, Ben. Um, let's start off by just kind of mentioning how we got a chance to get to know each other and uh, and then tell me a little bit about you and who you are, your background, what you do. Yeah, so uh, I met Josh through a mutual friend, a guy called John DeNoris from back in London. Who shout I, out to John. Shout out to John, <laughs> you know, that guy who um, I did a little bit of work for. I told John that I was coming over to the States. He told me about Josh and that I should meet up with him because we're in obviously similar industries and wellness. I met with Josh before CryoFuel had opened and um, you know, we just sort of chatted it out. He said he'd help me out if he could in any way, which he has, and here we are now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really cool. Like, I recall, first of all, John is a good friend and um, if he's listening out there, you know, thanks for being a great connector because I think there's no way I would be anywhere as successful as I am in this industry without people like John who continue to support and and help out in ways that they can. So this is why I like to give back as much as I can. Um, but let's let's talk about, so you've been in New York for two years or so, right? Two years now. Yeah, and when I first met you, we were discussing about you know, what you're doing, what you're getting into, is this whole cryotherapy thing. And um, and I and I I'll be honest. When I first met you, I was like, okay, wait, this dude is about to open up what he calls a closet. If you're calling anything a closet in New York City, that means it's a closet's closet. So <laughs> like, how small is this place gonna be? And I at the time I was working with another cryotherapy place in um, in Soho, so it was uh, almost a, a bit of a conflict of interest. But now. It's come, it comes back full circle mostly because Ali's working here part-time and uh, and I figured, you know what, let's reconnect and she actually encouraged it. So um, tell people a little bit about the space and then we'll talk more about like your health endeavors and, you know, and, and traveling across Siberia and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the space is a thousand square foot, so some might, you know, refer to that as a closet, especially for, I guess, uh, or we, we class ourselves as a high energy spa first of all. Yeah. So I'll tell you a little bit about the services that we offer. So we offer whole body cryotherapy, local cryotherapy. We have something called cryo skin. We have custom IVs and we have compression as well. So, you know, whole body cryotherapy is for things like muscle tissue recovery, inflammation, chronic pain, uh, people that suffer from insomnia, it helps build your immunity. We have local cryotherapy, which you know, it can has both ends of the spectrum, both beauty and wellness. So you can do localized cryotherapy for things like arthritis or carpal tunnel syndrome in the hands. If you've got bad Achilles heel, you know, you can target these areas more where you wouldn't necessarily be able to hit them in the whole body machine. Um, and then, you know, on the other end, you can do something called a cryofacial, which is good for collagen production, acne, you know, reduce the redness in the skin. Cryo skin is, you know, it's a, it's deemed as a, a fat freezing machine. So fat, fat freezing, fat freezing. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it's got a three phase thermal shock that causes something called 
well, excuse me, something called cryolipsis, which causes something called apoptosis, which is natural cell death. So if you bring the cell temperature down to a certain <coughs> degree, which is 17, it sort of naturally disperses, gets picked up by the lymphatic system and gets pulled out. With that said, you know, we always encourage a healthy diet and a healthy exercise routine. You know, nothing here is meant to replace that. It's all meant to sort of complement it and supplement it. Um, we also have, you know, custom IVs. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just vitamin IVs that can be made, you know, to whatever specific goal that you have, whether it's beauty, you know, performance, detox, some maybe a hangover, mm. or yeah, <laughs> a lot of hangovers. Uh, and then we have something, uh, the compression, which is called the Balancer Pro, which is uh, actually FDA approved for lymphoma. Mm. So it's it's pretty much amazing for lymphatic drainage, which again is great for like inflammation, waste, and putting toxins out of the body. That's amazing. It, it's really cool because I can't fathom all of that being in a thousand square foot <laughs> space, but you, you, you're doing something right. So, so applause and cheers to that. Um, and it's also really cool because clearly those who are listening also probably understand that you understand this at a certain level because of the way you're able to explain it. Do you have a background in, in, in fitness or health and wellness other than owning a, a studio? Yeah, so I, you know, I started my wellness career, I guess, back when I was 18. That's when I came out of college, you know, I got my personal trainer certification. I did an internship with a strength conditioning coach who was like my mentor at the time. I then progressed from there into like private training, which was, you know, I made them, I grew up in a small town back in, in England called Essex. You know, Essex. If anyone knows about that, it's... I like to compare it to the Jersey Shore, so it's <laughs> very similar in those senses. I then made my way up to London, you know, to work in one of the first private training studios at that time, one to one, which is you know not as exclusive now as it once used to be. Uh, from there, you know, I did a whole lot of things like a bit of travelling and stuff like that, which we can get into. Um, I then you know worked for myself, had my own personal training company. And then I kind of, you know, me personally, I fell out of love with it a little bit with personal training and, you know, I still wanted to stay within the wellness industry, but I just didn't want to, you know, do that anymore. So then I discovered cryotherapy, you know, it's my, actually my brother-in-law that introduced me to it. Uh, he's, you know, he's big into finding new innovative treatments that can, you know, improve your health and performance. Uh, because of him, you know, I made it my way over here to New York and we opened up this place and here we are now. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, you know, I think something that we have to highlight for sure, as you guys can can hear, you know, this basically means where we are sitting is a is a family owned business, which is I think is cool. And I love to support family owned and small businesses to grow. Um, but I think something else that we discussed before we hit record, which I found to be funny, Ali did as well, um, is that you were playing rugby and athletics and all these things at a high level. You played for the national team and all these things, right? And then you just kind of gave it up because you wanted to work out. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was saying to these guys, you know, we've all got our different route into fitness and our wellness journeys. Mine was being a big fan of wrestling, you know, WWF at the time, now WWE, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's how I first got into it. You know, my dad actually gave me some weights that I used to do at home because back in England, you can't join the gym until you're 16, no, 15, sorry. So back when I was like 12, 13 years old, I used to just sort of do my bicep curls in front of the mirror. Yeah, you know, shirt, up, shirt off, it, right? Shirt off, you know, I used to roll my sleeves up high at school. Um, <laughs> And then when I, so yeah, and I said to these guys, you know, luckily I was pretty naturally talented at sports like football, soccer here, um, and rugby, which I don't know if the listeners are familiar with. So I played that at a fairly high level and athletics at a fairly high level throughout high school. Then moving into college is when I sort of, I guess, really become not obsessed, but really fell in love with working out and lifting weights. So I actually had to approach my rugby coach and give him the real reason why I was 
<laughs> quitting playing rugby at this level was so I could go and work out more in the gym. <laughs> um, which then progressed to competing on stage and like physique shows. And now I've sort of toned it back a little bit now just to more recreational and just loving lifting weights and working out. Yeah, toning it back means he's still ripped to the gills. So, I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. I, I, I follow you on Instagram and I see your workouts every once in a while. And so, yeah, it's fun. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll give listeners an opportunity to, to check in and follow up uh, at the end of the episode. But um, I guess since we, we kind of started talking about um, your background and your, your health and wellness, like, um, what drove you, like, what really drove you to doing this? Because I, I will explain this story and then you can take it from here. But when we were setting up trying to wait for the machines to go off so it's, it's not a lot of noise, um, I, I asked for some water and I was going to pay for water because you have water up front and it's labeled with, with your, your brand on it. And you mentioned like, no, 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 it's free. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I'll pay for it. You know, and he was like, he's like, no, trust me. You know, I'm not doing you any favors, man. It's free for everyone. And I'm like, well, wait, that's hilarious. But what do you mean it's free for everyone? And he was like, well, look, we are a place that is, you know, a commodity and a service. We are a service provider. If a person wants some water, give them some water. And I'm like, wow, that needs to be, if that approach was in every place of health and wellness, I think we would be farther ahead than where we are right now. But if you could expand upon that, it would be it would be good. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything we do here is geared towards optimization for the individual. It's helping the person feel better, look better, you know, it's feel comfortable in their own skin. It's all about, you know, trying to elevate the experience while here, but also elevate someone's lifestyle. And something as simple as drinking enough water is is not what a lot of people do, you know. And if we can help in a little way, which is you know by giving out free water to people, why not? You know, it's it seems like a small gesture, which it is, you know, and it, it is a small gesture I think, but it can go a long way in terms of you know that person realizing that they do need to drink more water throughout the day and that becoming more clear and that every single time they come here they're picking up a bottle of water and they're drinking more and staying more hydrated but I, it, no, that's, it's, just, that's just my thoughts on it but yeah it's great I mean you know listen I, I, I swear it's something that it takes away from the the need or the feeling to always have to make money yeah. and then just align your business your service with the purpose and then the, the money will come you yeah. know and of course like it's not always the case. We know that New York City is a is an expensive place to operate and it's very competitive, but it looks like you're doing it right. So so well done. Uh, well done. Yeah. Um, and and I, I also will ask Ali to speak on this because I know when you got interviewed by Ben, when you first started here, you mentioned that he kind of talked to you in a way that, that made you choose this place over all the other places. Because you had several places that you were going to, to work potentially, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the day that I interviewed with Ben, I had four or five more interviews after that. Um, and I knew as soon as I left here that this is where I wanted to work. Um, ben was just super cool. The environment was super chill here. But I liked his approach as far as we were talking kind of earlier about everything here isn't meant to take the place of living a healthy lifestyle but to you know help optimize that um and that's what i'm all about and i think that's why ben's journey is so cool because you know he was into doing like the physique shows and he was into working out and he played sports in college and now he still does that he still lives an extremely active life um but he's using what he knows to try and help others live a healthier lifestyle as well. Um, and he now knows the importance of recovery and he's also trying to incorporate that into people, to people's lives. Um, you know, we have a lot of athletes, a lot of models, a lot of people like who work nine to five sitting bent over all day who come in. Um, and that's what we're about here is how can we help heal you? How can we help you feel better? And that goes from not only just like the services we provide, um, the free water that, you know, Ben <laughs> gives out, but also, like Cryofuel has a Fuel First membership card right now that's a limited edition membership. People can sign up for it. Um, and even just simple things like some of the companies that we 
are branded with, partnered with for this membership, they're extremely healthy restaurants in the city. Um, and so Ben could have picked any number of fast food places or restaurants to partner with, but if we know that someone is signing up for a membership with cryofuel on that card, you know, we want to try and encourage like, hey, if you go to this restaurant, you get 10% off. And this restaurant is somewhere that's giving out healthier options, healthier choices. So I I liked Ben, like you said, it kind of came full circle with just the lifestyle, um, the environment here. Anyone who's listening that's been to Cryofuel or anyone who's listening that might come in here will completely understand when we say it's very family oriented, um, literally family owned and family oriented here. Ben is always in, all of the coworkers here feel like family. <laughs> um, and I think that's neat. It, the atmosphere really draws you in. So. Amazing. Well, yeah, it's it's a it's a place that I uh, I I told Ben this that I was really impressed whenever I first came here and I saw how well done it was it was uh, renovated and 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 built out and I think it's impressive especially someone as an entrepreneur entrepreneur like myself I have understood and I've seen what can happen in this space when build outs occur from leaks to to construction delays and whatnot but. Um, with everything considered, it is open and running well. So, what do you see on the forefront? Like, what what are you looking to do next? Because I know this industry shifts a lot, and um, you know, people, you, you basically have to adjust to what the market wants, right? So, yeah. uh, for the most part, I would say, um, what it's on the what's on the horizon? What do you what do you see? I mean, doing? we're always looking for new innovative uninvasive treatments again that can help optimize someone's lifestyle optimize their performance their well-being um, and we're, we're in the process of that right now you know we're always trying out new machines we're always looking for new machines and you know personally me meeting people like Josh and being acquainted with Josh is helpful because for instance he told me about something called the biocharge mm. which I'd never heard of you know and now I'm looking into that and you know Potentially, that could be the next thing that we bring in here, but yeah, this fist is what pump, I mean. fist pump. You know, it's like having relationships like this with people within the same industry can be super helpful. You know, because I would honestly, I would never know what that is until Josh told me about it. So yeah, I mean, honestly, right now, I don't know what's next. You know, I also feel like that. You know, consumers don't actually know what they want mm-hmm. until they're given it. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's where we are right now. We're looking for that new big thing, that new next thing that's gonna, you know, stay on brand with like because everything here is uninvasive. The whole point is that you you come in as you are and you leave as you are, which I stole from Josh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but you know, what's, I plug that in there. You know what's neat about that is for us, we're sitting here thinking like, okay, what's next? We still have people coming in here on a daily basis that say, wait. What, what do you guys do here? What is yeah. cryotherapy? Yeah. What is that? It's like EMS. So, exactly. So mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where depending on like how deep you are into the health and fitness world, this may be something that's old news. It may be something that's completely brand new. You've never heard of it. Um, and that's what's cool about this space in general is, you know, we can meet everyone's needs. People who have never done cryotherapy before, they can come in and just literally try a whole body treatment. That's something new and innovative and ex- you know exciting to them. But with you being open-minded and always looking for the next best thing as well, you never know what could end up in these doors that, you know, <laughs> like one of us could come in here and be like, wow, what is yeah. that? Like, you know, the biocharger. That's yeah. crazy that it's even yeah. in talk. So. Well, yeah, it's, it's all of this stuff is very interesting. And I think, as you touched on, Ben, the, the ability to, to have people in the industry that can work together, because as I talk about a lot, there are loads of of situations i'll just call it situations not pointing any fingers but there's a lot of situations out there where people have to hoard everything that they do and this is mine and this is only mine and you know i saw it first or i proved it first or whatever the case may be but i think we if we can get more people sharing then this world will become a better place i and i truly believe that but only until then we have to get over the fear. I think there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of shame in this world. There's a lot of um, there's a there's a huge lack of vulnerability at the right time, and you know we have to navigate through those waters somehow. You know, 
Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of that going on right now. I think a lot of it is fueled from social media. I was, I was going to say that. Know, which is has got its pros and cons. You know, I think where we are right now in society, you can't really get away from it. And, you know, as a business owner, I'm sure Josh agrees as well as a business owner, you you do need it right now. I don't necessarily think that's a great thing. And I think it is part of the problem that you're saying with the fear and the vulnerability. You know, it's even things like social social peacocking, you could call it, you know, showing where you are, what you're doing, you know, that almost puts shame on other people. And, and you know, mm-hmm. bringing it back to the fitness industry, there's a lot of stuff out there now that, you know, gets misconstrued and people get misled because, you know, people are just, it's almost like clickbait and <laughs> they're just like desperate for likes. So they'll say anything or do anything on camera to, you know, get those likes, get those followers, because this is now becoming a career for some people. So yeah, I think it's a little bit scary in some cases, you know, um, but necessary at the same time. I think if people <laughs> are spreading the right message, it's an amazing platform, you of know, course. and it's got a huge reach and you can help a lot of people. It's just segregating what's good and what's bad and helping people understand that because it's hard, you know. Of course. Especially if you don't know anything about fitness and wellness, which is pretty common, you know. What someone says who's got a million followers, of course you're going to think it's right, you know. If they look amazing as well, if they're like ripped and jacked and, you know, whatever, got a nice bum or something like that you're going to do whatever they say. It might not necessarily be right, and it might be the complete opposite of what you're doing or what you should be doing, but you're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's scary, it's, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, something else that I, I really um, applaud you on is that, like, I mean, I think Ali touched on it, but it's really like that family vibe, and I felt that even from the moment that I came in because... In fact, the first day that we reconnected, I, I popped in, but you were taking care of your family, your your yeah. actual family, right? But, I, bro, I respect that so much because you know how many people would, like, ditch their loved ones or their family or whatever just to connect with someone? Like, yeah, we said we'll connect, and we did, right? And But you still got a chance to take care of your family. I I was just popping by, you know? Um, but I respect that because that means you're taking care of the people that come in the door. I came in today, you're taking care of another client, you know? And it's like, you, you run the ship, you don't have to, but you do, you know? Um, so that's that's really respectable. And um, do you guys have any, I guess as far as, you know, we talked about new toys and things you might get here, but what about other spaces or expansion in other areas? Have you thought about that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, a lot of companies scale too quickly in my opinion especially small companies which can sometimes lead to a downfall so I feel right now we're still looking for that perfect model which you know we might have found we might not have found and then once that is found you know maybe it is this membership that we're doing something like that we can scale and if it works that's amazing you know we're helping people while still being able to operate as a business you know keep the lights on something like that is scalable um but you know that's not going to happen until i'm 110 percent confident that it's working and that will be the next decision and the right decision yeah awesome. but i think that's really important what you said um i do believe sometimes people think like oh, this is going well, let's move really quickly. Yeah. Um, so that's really smart from like, you know, a business perspective. Let's continue to keep these doors open and, you know, move from there later if we have to. But um, yeah, just to kind of touch what you were saying, like how he takes care of his actual family. Um, ben will get embarrassed, like me saying this on the radio, but Ben takes care of everyone here. Like, you know, everyone is like his family. So just yesterday I was, you know, I was on shift and Ben showed up and he had coffee and matcha lattes oh, and he makes sure everyone's oh. taken care of. So that's awesome. Um, it's cool. I think when people come in here for the experience and, you know, I'll ask them, 
have you done cryotherapy before? And they'll say, yes, I was previously at a different location or something. I'm like, oh, are you new here? They'll say, well, I just, I tried it. Um, I came in or like maybe I had like a free session or something. And they're like, but I love the environment here. When I walk in, I just, I don't feel like I'm out of business. Um, I feel like I'm, like I'm with friends or with family here. And because we're a small location and we only usually have two to three people here at a time, most of the customers that come in, they know us on a first name basis. Mm-hmm. Um, they know Ben, they know the managers, and they, they feel comfortable in our hands. And I think when it comes to health and fitness, that's important because like we were just talking about with the influence of social media, it's the same thing here. You know, we have customers that ask us about diet or healing or recovering from, you know, post-workout, post-injury. And so I think when you have people coming in and you have a group of people that are working that feel comfortable enough to offer advice and they do feel, they feel secure enough to take it because of that relationship. And I, th- I think that's important. They know that it's not just, oh, you're another customer, let's do this. They know we care about them too, so. That's dope. Yeah, yeah that's good. So we've, we've drilled in the, 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 the cryo fuel. People know a bit more about it, but let's talk about the 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 <laughs> industry as a whole um, because clearly this is a trend and it I, I don't know if it's on the on the if it's plateaued or if it's on a downward spiral or not but let's just say it's plateaued but there for a while it was you know everything was cryotherapy 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 um, what it, what do you, what makes you guys different than other places I mean we we did touch on uh, the family model and, and, you know, and the feel here, but like, what, what do you encourage people to do and what kind of sets you apart from the others? I think, you know, Sam, what Addy said again, it is, it's a community here at the end of the day, you know, and we really are geared towards making that individual feel better, you know, whatever their goal is, we're going to try and help them get them there. And that's more to do with the people, you know, that are in the shop day to day, not me, that are making these people feel like that. Like the the satisfaction, like just today that we get, someone said that, you know, it helped their digestion. Someone else said it helped their insomnia. Mm. You know, it helped with the chronic pain they were feeling. Like that alone is, that's what we're here for. You know, that's why I think, me personally, that's why I think most people become personal trainers as well mm-hmm. is because you get satisfaction out of helping others you know whether that's helping them lose weight build muscle you know just live a healthier lifestyle in general but I know that's why I got into the industry as well of course and that's what I loved about it and that's why I continue to love this place mm-hmm. it's because we're helping others do it and I think you know you know it's a nice looking space yes like we play cool music all the staff are amazing you know like Super experienced, great knowledge, really, really friendly, and just got like the highest level of service that you can imagine. Uh, and yeah, I think you know it's 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 the culture that is it. At the end of the day, it sounds you know it's a very loose term, and it's also a very hard term to explain. <laughs> but it's it's the culture of the shop. You know, you come in here, you know that everyone's going to know your name. They're going to be happy to see you. You know, and they want to help you. At the end of the day, that's powerful. Yes. So then, okay, we've got cryotherapy. Yes. We've got the bioskin. Cryoskin. Cryoskin. Sorry. We've got the local cryo. Yes. We've got cryofacial. Yes. We've got biobalancer. Yes. And we've got biocharger. No. No. Oh, <laughs> oh we don't have it yet. Okay. Yet. <laughs> um. So let's let's paint a picture because. You know, I, I'm sure we're gonna get people coming in, so they'll be able to experience everything that we're we're talking about. They'll understand that. Um, but let's paint a picture for what this can do, and and what are you hearing? Like, what are some things that, because, let's say a person comes in, they happen to be walking down the street. Um, I feel like it's very rare. Do you get a lot of foot traffic in front of here? You'd be surprised. Yeah, more, because, more than you imagine. Yeah, because it's it's on Canal. What is it? Four ninety nine Canal. Four ninety nine Canal. Yeah, so it's four ninety nine Canal, and it's far west on Canal Street, so you wouldn't think that there'd be a lot of foot traffic, but you have Dog Pound nearby. Um, but when, let's say a person walks in and they've never done cryotherapy before, yes. but they, I don't know, happen to see this space and they want to walk in for whatever reason. 
what what's the protocol like how, what do you take them through like paint a picture for a person who's never done this before what would you guys say to them how does it start off yeah I mean we would you know pretty standard we give them the tour of the space you know show them each treatment explain to them what each treatment does you know who it's geared towards and we'd like speak to them on a more personal level like what are their goals you know if they have any wellness goals right now what are they and then we'll then gear it towards what we can offer and how that can actually help them get there you know it's it's again it sounds very plain and simple but we're not here to like hard sell you you know yeah if you want to come we want you to come here because you want to be here you know not because we've managed to convince you to do these sessions (laughs) and you're sort of like slowly handing over your credit card to us <laughs> yeah. you know you don't really want to but we've convinced you enough that we're just gr- grabbing it out of your hand yeah. you know we want you to be here because you believe that it's actually going to help elevate your lifestyle and improve it you know and and we all we can do is you know be honest and transparent about what these things do you know and what we believe they do and you know we can use other clients as examples and that that's that's as far as it goes you know and that's that's what we're here for and so then, so they walk in, they, I'm assuming they, let's say they want to sign up, they want to try one of each of the treatments. So is there like a standard medical release, contraindication sort of situation? Yeah, I mean, so each treatment has different contraindications, some more than others, you know, but again, that's the sort of thing we go through. Most of the time it's things like hypertension, um, if you have any form of cancer, it might stop you from being able to do certain treatments. You know, if if you've got certain diseases, maybe like type two diabetes, or you know, you've got a poor lymphatic system or poor circulation, again, it might stop you from doing certain treatments. But there is no, you know, one fits all for each for for the, all treatments. It's individualized because someone who's you know pregnant, for instance, can still come here and do certain treatments, but you know, they're not going to be able to get in the full body machine. They're not going to be able to do cryo skin. They're mm. not going to be able to do compression therapy. Mm-hmm. So it does limit them to what they can and can't do. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I, I wouldn't have realized that, but that's a good one to touch on. We do have a lot of female listeners. Um, so, yeah. Amazing. So let's move out of the space of cryotherapy and recovery because we, we clearly get it, right? And I, and I think most of the listeners listening are pretty savvy. And, and you know, cryotherapy has been out there. I think, you know, for quite some time. So, um, yeah, I think stay tuned because there will be some new and interesting things. I can assure you of that. In fact, Ben and I have discussed partnering together with his services and my services um, with electrical muscle stimulation and and all sorts of fun stuff. So stay tuned on that. I think we're going to try to join forces with the Fuel First card. But at the end, we'll talk about that, exactly how to sign up and and, and where to find all this stuff. But... um, what about you personally? Like, what, what drives you? You know, clearly you're a businessman. Uh, clearly you like to work out. But, like, in life, what's your, what's your purpose, your, your passion? My passion? Oh, that's a wide spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it is, you know, like, I, I enjoy business. I do enjoy business. And, again, that's, I didn't think I would from a young age. You know, when I was... I'm 28 now. When I was 20, 21, I never thought I'd be where I am right now, to be completely honest. I thought that training was my thing and that's what I would do, you know, and I had the goal of, you know, potentially being a strength conditioning coach for a rugby team. That mm. that was, you know, that used to be my dream job in the future, uh, sorry, in the past, mm. and now I'm here, you know. So I, don't th- I think it's difficult to say where you want to go and what you want to be because I feel like it's always going to change you know Yeah. and I personally like to be very present you know and be very in the moment and just enjoy what's going on now and be happy with it and grateful for it you know I'm very grateful for where I am now and the opportunities that I've been given by others um, but my purpose what is my purpose my purpose is obviously to have a successful company first of all you know I like to do things well Mm. you know I've got a person that quite addictive personality so I get addicted to whatever I'm doing you know in a healthy way (laughs) 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 so like right now like my my focus is solely on cryofuel and this company and trying to make it the best it can be 
you know, while still trying to help others and have a good, you know, moral purpose behind this company. Like the company's why at the end of the day is to help other individuals and that will never change. And whatever it is that we have to do to do that, we will do. You know, whether it's taking two steps back or two steps forward, you know, we'll, we'll have to make those decisions. But my, my purpose is, you know, to be healthy, happy and successful in my own sense. You know, what I, what I believe is success. You know, I'm, I'm really shocked and surprised. It's a great, I mean, it's great to hear this, but I'm surprised you didn't mention your other passion, which is acro yoga. <laughs> and right like you love acro yoga is that, is that not right <laughs> I don't I don't not like acro yoga oh okay first of all okay I did, actually this, we can rewind although back they don't even know this so the first time I ever did acro yoga was with my current girlfriend Kat you should check her out the yoga teacher uh, which was amazing it was a one to one session it was super fun the teacher was amazing it was in flat iron and I think it was called Om Yoga. Om, Om Yoga? Om Yoga. Yeah, okay. Om Yoga. And it was amazing, you know, and I was like, totally down for it. Obviously, part of it was that we was just started off dating, so you kind of have to do these things, you of know, course. to get in there. Honeydews. Honey exactly. Honeydews. Exactly. Honey you got paid dues. Yeah, yeah. We then, you know, we live together now, we've been in a relationship for nearly two years, so then we decided to go to another Acro Yoga class, who was hosted by a close friend of hers you know my girlfriend is very you know she meditates she's very spiritual you know she's a big yogi which is amazing I completely respect that and her and her beliefs and what she's into she's very open but she did take me to this <laughs> yoga class that I was uh, you know she, yeah she sort of dressed it up as something that it wasn't uh, <laughs> which was a partner I mean in my opinion when you go to I don't know if any of you listeners have been to an acro yoga class but when you go there it's a partnered thing so you sort of choose someone that you want to go with you know and that you feel comfortable with and that you want to be touching um, <laughs> yeah because it's when a they're very, sweaty and, it's yeah, very physical it's very physical yeah. it's, it's pretty tough it's also you know pretty scary in some senses absolutely you know, someone's trying to hold you up by their feet and you're at whatever how much you weigh 200 pounds or something like that it mm-hmm. can be a little bit daunting so we went to this yoga class was acro yoga class and you know it was a little bit more spiritual than <laughs> i am inclined to i love how you're choosing your words so carefully <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, be very pc yeah <laughs> yeah so this involved, you know, sitting in a circle, and I'm honestly, I'm a tad antisocial. You know, <laughs> I'll be very honest about that. I'm not, you know, I've got a close group of friends, you know, who I'm very happy with. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I need to go out there and make loads of friends. Not that I don't want to do that, or <laughs> that I'm not a nice person. I just don't, you know, feel the need all the time to do that. So we're into this acro yoga class, and we're told to sit in a circle and sort of introduce ourselves, which is fine, you know, and then it sort of took up to the next level, which is you have to close your eyes and then put your hand on the person's knee next to you, which, you know, is fine if you're into that, but it sort of makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then we moved, you know, into the actual acro yoga part of the class, which we're then being told that we have to switch and change partners and go with someone that we've never seen before. So at this point, I'm sort of getting a little bit hesitant <laughs> slash annoyed because I didn't really want to be there <laughs> and now the whole situation has escalated to the point where I really don't want to be there and it, my blood's sort of boiling and I'm you know I'm in that sort of situation where you're in your own head and you're questioning everything and getting so annoyed at yourself and then annoyed <laughs> at the other person and then not started to not take it. I could be a bit of an idiot sometimes and not take things very seriously. And you know, it's pretty bad on my part because it's obviously meant a lot to her. And I didn't take that into consideration. Started to mess around, especially when you know you're laying down in what is a yoga nidra. So for those of you that are not aware of what yoga nidra is, it's sort of the shavasana position, which is where you lay flat on your back, and then you know 
you're almost in a meditative state and I'm trying to tickle her and <laughs> doing things like this and she's getting very, very upset with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, this this is a formal apology right yeah, now. This I is think... a formal apology. I'm yeah. being the bigger man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's... It, it's Listen, I've, I've done acro yoga many a time. In fact, um, a former colleague of mine, uh, we, we co-created a acro yoga class that combined um, some acro yoga basing and flying with I guess what you would call the things that I do which is like movement training of all sorts and yoga right and so we, we called it yoga charged but okay. we ended every class so it was like half the class would split up and do Josh's stuff and half the class would, would do Santana's stuff and then everyone would switch and then at the very end, we would get together and do some sort of acro yoga piece for about five, ten minutes. And then we would finish off with like, you know, the calming down or whatever, bringing it down. Yeah. Is that is that an actual term, bringing it down? But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so clearly I don't do yoga that much, but I, I do respect yoga as well. Um, but that, that's a, that's awesome. That's a funny story. I love it. Um, but let's let's take this an even different direction. What in life scares you? What really scares you? What scares me? You know, uh, honestly, I think my own expectations scare me. I think that might be quite similar for a lot of people. What you expect of yourself, where you expect you should be in life, what you should be doing, am I earning enough money, am I good enough? You know, and I think... I think that's a very common thing for most people. And I think that's, you know, it's hard to come to terms with sometimes, you know, that I come in and out of being very grateful for where I am and then feeling like I'm not doing enough or I'm not enough or I can be a lot better or I want to be a lot better and not being actually aware of where I am right now and that this is a good place and that I'm happy and that I should be happy. Um, so I think that's what scares me most is myself <laughs> um, <laughs> and my head, the thoughts in my head sometimes, you know, that I'm not doing enough or is this it? Is this it for the rest of life? Are you, you know, are you ever going to be better than this or are you ever going to be more successful than this? You know, I think we all do that and we all expect too much of ourselves sometimes um, yeah I think that's what scares me most is my own doubts about myself wow um, yeah it, it's, a, it's a question that I think helps me to understand people especially in this industry at this level you know because in some shape or form it ends up being the thing that drives you as well yeah no, exactly. I completely agree with that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think, not thinking I'm enough, it, it's, it can almost become a vicious circle. Yeah. You know, not thinking you're enough to then, that's motivating me to push myself even harder and do even more to the point of burning out and then taking a step back again and then being like, oh, you're not doing enough. Like, you should be doing this, this, this and this, you know, and then it, it becomes, yeah, that like I said, like just a horrible, horrible circle to get in yeah. pattern to, to build. Yeah. Do you do you miss personal training? Do you think you ever get back into it? I a little bit. I miss it a little bit, but I think I miss what I miss most about it. I mean I I worked in a team all the time. So I think I miss that a bit, like the my, I mean, I miss my old employees. Uh, not employees, sorry. My, uh, <laughs> oh, they were your employees, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> my old co-workers, you know, that sort of that. That like, I miss the gym environment. Mm -hmm. I said that's what I'm. What's what I mean? You know, in the staff room with all the other personal trainers. Yeah. Because it's you know it's people that have got very very similar personalities to you, so you're all bouncing off each other. I don't miss the very, very early mornings or the very, very late nights, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but I still, you know, like just, I, I still work out regularly. So I've still, and I have a lot of close friends that are personal trainers. So I've still got, you know, that sort of community around me, which is great. Awesome.
Um, all right. As we get closer to the to wrapping all this up, I still want to give you an opportunity to kind of plug everything. Um, but this part of the show, I think, is my favorite because I really get a chance, and I think the listeners get a chance to find out a bit more more about who you are and and what moves you. And, and in fact, as we know, the the world is really good at putting out all of the nice things, right? like on social media and even in person you put on your nice face you put on you know oh you should be nice you should be doing this you should do act like that but then we find out what really ticks us off like a pet peeve that's where i want to see who the real ben is you know so with that tell me i would say one or two pet peeves i don't know what you call it in in your part of the world and only way is essex but um (laughs) (laughs) you like that reference um so yeah we call them pet peeves here but like what are a couple pet peeves that really get under your skin mess mess i hate mess i'm like ali might tell you this but i'm a very anal cleaner like when I get into it as well I actually enjoy it as well I actually enjoy cleaning really like doing the dishes things like that I get really? like I get really into it oh I hate it the dishes it sounds really weird <laughs> wow but like yeah so say you come over to mine and like we'll say we live together and you've got like a shit ton of dishes that you've left for like two days oh, I'm gonna lose my shit like, <laughs> okay, like, I can't if I walk into my apartment and there's just like mess everywhere I just it like clutters my brain. I can't stand it. I, like, I hate it. Like, I really hate it. <laughs> That's a good one, Which bro. Which cat knows? You know, she listens to this. <laughs> she gets it a lot. Yeah, you're like, you're like nudge, nudge. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are we taking the trash out? Why is there still this or there? Why is this this this? Yeah, I love it. Okay, that's a that's a really good one. Um, let's hear another one because that one was so good. Uh, I think, you know, unnecessary shaming is a big one for me I feel like it takes a lot of energy to be negative and I just feel like what's the point you know a lot of the time a lot of the time it's just fear and uneducation that drives you know negativity and uh, I'm just like I just don't understand it you know judgement things like that judging people like being even just being rude about someone you don't know that well, you know, it's like, I just don't really understand how that's fueled and why people are like that and why people do it, you know. That's a really good one. And in fact, um, <clears throat> one of my favorite authors, and I'm sure many people out there know the, this name, but Brene Brown is a, um, she's an author and a researcher and she basically studied and and. Uh, mastered, if you will, uh, in shame and vulnerability and fear, and um, yeah, it's it's something that I think is one of the first times when I read her book. Um, I think it was called "The Gifts of Imperfection," I believe. "Gifts of of Imperfection" is that right? Yeah, um, she's the author, and it was a book that really opened my eyes to like, wow, because I was like you, bro. I di- I didn't really get why certain people do things the way they do. I mean, obviously, there's something that's going on inside them to drive them to do so. But like, wow, relax, you know. But if you are so fearful of certain things, then it it becomes a disease in a way, you know. Um, So I get you, man. That's the first time I've heard anybody mention that as a pet peeve. That's a really good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sorry, just touch on that. It's 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 even like, you know, I feel like if you've got a problem with someone, just tell them. Just tell them. Don't tell someone else or bitch about them behind their back and so on. Just, you know, I think all like people appreciate honesty a lot more than you realize or than we realize a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. So just be honest. Yeah, of course, of course. You can't be upset with someone for being honest at the end of the day. Right. And I, and I think that goes both ways, right? I yeah. think it goes for the person who's receiving it and for the person who's projecting it. Yeah. Right? Because... If there's a clash at any point, then that's what creates the clash, right? So if you know that that Ben, you're a stand-up guy, you are, you know, one of the best guys out there, and you say something to me that causes a shame reaction in me, I need to check myself, right? Because 
I know you're a good dude, so why would you be saying this? It must be true, right? And if it's not true, in my eyes, it's true to you. So that's where we learn to get along with each other. I think that's important. Yeah. So it's a good teaching moment right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting deep. We get deep on this show. Okay, um, so two more things. One is uh, what are you most grateful for? Because I like to finish on a positive note, obviously, after talking about shame and, and fear. Um, what's something that you're grateful for? It can be anything. It can be work. It can be... It's my family. Very grateful for my family. You know, the support they give me, the understanding, you know, everyone. Like, everyone in my family and my friends. Sorry, just I don't want to forget my friends. If, like, I think anyone who I connect with, I'm grateful for. Just to have that connection and that relationship with that person. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Well, the easiest part I think you can handle is uh, tell listeners how they can find more more about you, you personally, but then also uh, where they can go to, to get in touch. Obviously, we'll tag everything, but if you could just mention a few ways to, to, to kind of find out about Cryofuel and you. Yeah, so obviously you can go on my personal social media, which is at Benjamin Feinson. Uh, you can go on at Cryofuel to find out more about Cryofuel. You can go on www.cryofuel.com. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all the... You can sign up to our newsletter. You know, we send out lots of cool things. Cool. Know, lots of cool information. And you have all the rates and everything. I'm we have all the rates on the website. You know, it's it's all available online on there. I don't want to start reeling off all the prices. Right, exactly. You don't want to hear that. Exactly. <laughs> Packages and yeah. discounts and codes. But exactly. Yeah. Um, great. And then the, the Fuel First membership, though, that's pretty cool because that includes services here plus... Yes. So Fuel First membership, be up front straight away, it's 300 per month, just like a normal gym membership. With that, you get unlimited cryotherapy, which is one per day. You get three guest passes, you get you know three cryofacials or cryo-injury treatments. You get discounts with our brand partners, and our brand partners are anything from, you know, Josh and System Fit, to Hugh Kitchen, to Charlie Street, to, you know, Flywheel. So it's about creating accessibility to these you know, other healthy lifestyle changes you can make. Um, plus you get early access to our events. We run some pretty cool events sometimes and you get 10% off of all other services and packages in Cryofuel. I love it. Okay. This is great, man. Well, as expected, I figured it'd be a good chat. And, uh, and again, thank you, um, Ali, for like making this reconnection, but then also suggesting that we get him on the show because she was like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be funny and, and good and we're going to learn a lot about him. So, yeah, this is, this is all love. Um, thank you for coming on. And uh, I definitely look forward to doing more work with you in the future. And, and I wish you nothing but the most success. Thank you. And uh, until next time, see you later, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Simply Walk the Talk. If you have any questions or comments, shout out to us on social media or email us at hello at simplywalkthetalk.com. And if you like this episode and it was helpful in any way, feel free to share. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>